you could have more fulfillment and ease in your professional and personal life and still be ambitious. Join me, Kathy Onetto, founder of Sustainable Ambition, for conversations with experts, authors, and friends on what it means to live with sustainable ambition. Learn concepts, tips, and tools to craft a fulfilling career on your terms while still being ambitious and avoiding burnout. For show notes from this episode, visit sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Now let's learn more to help you craft your career to support your life from decade to decade. On to today's conversation. friends. Thanks for listening today. I am coming to you with another sustainable ambition quick tip around finding purpose where you are. This time of year around the holidays, many of us are thinking about giving and giving back. And I want to relate this to the concept of finding purpose in our work. Many of us want to have purpose in our work. In fact, according to a study by McKinsey, 70% of people say they define their purpose through their work. And personally, I think that's great. I think that while work is not the only place where we can find purpose, I believe there's good reason to find purpose in our work. One of the core elements of sustainable ambition is rooting our ambitions and our success in our own self-definition. And I believe that success is more sustainable when it is self-defined and based on what's personally important to us. And while there's different ways that I think about defining that success and rooting our ambitions, the one I want to focus on today is purpose. Purpose is one core way for us to define and find our personal success. It's about what kind of contribution we want to make and what kind of value we want to add. And why do I think this is important? It's because research has shown, for one, purpose trumps passion for success at work. We as individuals in research and a survey that was done, we as individuals also see success as being defined around people living their purpose as opposed to external measures like fame and wealth. And then academics talk about and have a lot of research to support how purpose is more positively related to motivation. And where I want to point you is towards finding this purpose for yourself and to not rely on it being created for you by your company, to look inside to find that purpose. So why do I say this? It's for a few reasons. So one, it's not uncommon for me to hear this from people that, you know, I want to go work for a purpose-driven company. And I get it. I've been there myself. And I understand that people really want to make sure that if they're going to work hard, that their work and effort really matters out into the world. But sometimes this can become problematic if they don't find it, right? If they aren't able to find that company to work for that is purpose-driven. And it's not uncommon also that when you find it, you end up being disappointed. I've talked with a lot of people where they've experienced this, that working for a purpose-driven company isn't always all it is cracked up to be. Not every company is a Patagonia out there. And sometimes people find out that, you know, what's important for them and what they need to have from their work, you know, to fulfill all of their needs and vision for their life, it can all be met by a purpose-driven company. There's trade-offs. And so people need to find their, you know, make their own decisions around that for themselves, for sure. But I don't want that to be the thing that would get in the way of you being able to find purpose in your work. 
Another reason is because, and this is really a theme of sustainable ambition, that I think it's just dangerous to abdicate responsibility for finding meaning and purpose in one's work or to abdicate responsibility for finding happiness and fulfillment in one's work. I think that we need to take that on ourselves because our companies really aren't going to necessarily be putting that first and foremost in their minds and putting it as a priority. The other reason it's important is I go back to episode 66 with Dr. Art Markman. I was reflecting on my conversation with him. He's a professor of psychology at the University of Texas at Austin. And when I spoke with him in that episode, you know, I appreciated that he shared that essentially, you know, no one can really make us engaged, right? That that motivational energy really comes from within us. And he goes on in that episode to talk about different types of motivations. And he shares that, you know, we are really better at creating the positive types of motivation that works for us than our work environments or our bosses. And he talks about this idea that, quote, there's these beautiful, wonderful, desirable things out there in the world that I want to go get. He talks about these things as approach gaps versus avoiding gaps. These are technical terms, academic terms for these types of motivations. And he just says that, you know, quote, I think that we as individuals are much better at finding those approach gaps for ourselves. So it's just to say we're better at finding those for ourselves. Again, there's not, it's not just about responsibility, but it's like we are better um, able to define those for ourselves versus our companies or our bosses. And then I also appreciated how in a McKinsey podcast, there were a couple partners talking about this and one of them had a similar thing to say, which was like, organizations don't really give purpose to a person, right? It's really, quote, the individual alone has agency in deciding what their purpose is and whether or not it aligns with the companies. So that's all to say, these are a couple of re the reasons why I think it's important and helpful to really own for yourself finding purpose where you are. So let me also just step back and talk a little bit about what do I even mean by purpose? <laughs> Sometimes purpose can feel really lofty and I want to bring it down, down to a level that makes sense because I don't think it needs to be at this level of saving the world. And if that's your ambition for reaching for that, great, go for it. But there are a lot of different ways to contribute and to add value to individuals in the community around you. So where I want to point you in, instead, I like to refer back to how Mihai Cheek sent Mihai wrote about this in his book, Flow. He wrote, people who find their lives meaningful usually have a goal that is challenging enough to take up all their energies, a goal that can give significance to their lives. Mihai, we may refer to this process as achieving purpose. So I really like this definition and how he speaks to this because like I said, purpose can often feel lofty and I feel like how he frames this is a bit more approachable and offers a way to break it down such that you can define a purpose around a meaningful goal for yourself. And there are many benefits to linking purpose and defining ambition around a meaningful goal in this way. So for one, when we make regular progress on these types of goals, it can lead to feelings of satisfaction and fulfillment with our work. So Harvard Business School professor Teresa Amabel did research on motivating employees at work and found that people who every day made any amount of progress toward a goal that they consider meaningful, they found real purpose in their work and were more motivated and had more positive emotions around work. 
And she found, importantly, that this meaning didn't relate to having these far-reaching kind of impact kind of goals, meaning saving the world, but rather that simply this work was meaningful and really mattered to the individual. So again, you don't necessarily have to reach for these lofty impacts. It just needs to be meaningful to you. It needs to matter to you and then make progress each day on those goals. The other couple of benefits that I see to this in terms of defining it in this way is that I think it's powerful and helpful to have these self-defined goals to really help direct our energy and our focus. It's one of the ways that I have been talking, starting to talk about an idea around right ambition. I've I've been playing with this idea of defining right ambition now as being a self-defined meaningful goal for which you can have energy and are willing to put in the right amount of effort. So by defining these meaningful goals, I think it can help, like I said, give, um, give us focus and direct our energy and attention. And then the final thing I'll share here is just some research. This goes back to episode 60 when I had Ruth Godian on, and she had talked about some research from the Mayo Clinic and how they had found that spending just 20% of the time that we work doing what we love and working on something meaningful can help us avoid burnout. So bringing these meaningful goals into our work, finding that purpose and spending a little bit of time on them can really have a great impact on how we're feeling about our work overall, the fulfillment we feel, um, and helping to avoid burnout, which is important. Now, when it comes to finding that purpose for ourselves, as I've been sharing, I think we can define it where we are. And I think there's more room here than we realize uh, to have impact in our work. I really do think we can find purpose where we are. And let me just give you a couple of examples of this. And I'm going to give you, start with one that may sound a little silly. It's from my own personal experience, um, but I'll go ahead and share it here with you. So at one point in my career, I worked in marketing on a brand of cat litter. And I've just found it really interesting how over the years, sometimes this comes up in conversation and whenever it does, people kind of chuckle and laugh and they think it's really funny and almost as if I should be embarrassed that I worked on a cat litter brand. And yet I really have no problem that I worked on a cat litter brand. I actually really enjoyed it. It was a phenomenal assignment and project that I got to work on, but I did feel like I was serving a purpose. People have cats. And by the way, today, whether or not I agree with this, the ASPCA recommends that cats be kept indoors. And what does that mean? People have litter boxes. And it means cats are inside, they're having to go to the bathroom, and you don't want it to smell inside your home. And so for cat litters, cat litter is really important for their overall happiness and maintaining a livable and happy ambiance in one's home and a place where you actually enjoy it and people won't hate to visit, say. Um, So to me, I found a lot of purpose working on that brand and frankly, working in marketing within a consumer packaged goods company. You know, some people see marketing as just kind of evil, but I really, when I was working in this space, I saw it more around the innovation work that I did and the fact that people have problems and we create products that solve those problems. And I found that really purposeful. Others might come at it differently, as I said, but for me, I found purpose in that work. And lest you think that you can't do that, you know, organizational psychologist Amy Resnitsky did research with people in various careers from janitors at a hospital to hairdressers and found the contrary. So her work spanned a lot of different careers and she found that these individuals were all able to find purpose in their work. And 
One example she gives is with janitors, um, as an example, who are at these hospitals, that they don't simply see their job about being uh, cleaning rooms, but rather really a function of caring for patients and their families. They really saw themselves as playing a role just as important as these doctors. Okay, maybe not just as important, but certainly they play a critical role in providing care for these families. She even in one of the articles or books that I saw her work in talks about how one of these janitors had cleaned a room in a, you know, a patient's room when their parent wasn't in the room and the parent came to them and was, were complaining about the fact that their room hadn't been clean and because they hadn't seen them do it. And so this janitor went back and cleaned the room so that the parent could felt re feel reassured and feel like they were being cared for. And he found that that was really important for them to do in that case to demonstrate that care. And so you know, it's pretty powerful, you know, and if they can find that orientation to find meaning in their work, to find that purpose in their work, I think we can too. And some may even say, well, gosh, I don't even operate on like caring for patients in that way. But I think that we can find these ways to find that meeting for ourselves. And it just has to make, you just have to make sure that it matters for you. So let me try to broaden your view on this too. And I'm just going to give you a few additional examples and see if they might resonate with you. So you might play with saying that your purpose are things like what I'm about to say. So one, like you want your employees and leaders to feel better at the end of the day, leaving work than at the start. I mean, what if that was your purpose and your orientation, your focus to make every interaction one that ends up leaving people feeling better at the end of their day than how it started? I mean, wow, if you could do that, that'd be pretty powerful. What if your purpose was something like, I want to make people laugh in each conversation that I have with them, right? I mean, I want to bring a little bit of joy and fun into each interaction. You could have a purpose that's about, I want to help just one person each day. I mean, that's broad. That's powerful. You could have that person be anywhere in your day. That could be pretty remarkable. You could have a purpose of, I want to be a great team partner at work, and I also want to be a great partner at home. Or it could be around, I want to contribute creative ideas to the world. So it's just to say, <laughs> I want to broaden your aperture on how to think about purpose and have it not have to take on this overly lofty view. So just to start to wrap here, that what I've been talking about is, again, encouraging you to take responsibility and ownership for finding purpose where you are, be it in your work, or if you wanna bring it into your personal life, both are powerful. So think about taking action and really finding that meaningful goal for yourself. So you might wanna think about these prompts to think about what is a self-defined meaningful goal against which you wanna make some progress this coming year? How do you wanna contribute at work or at home or out in the world? Or think about what do you wanna do how do you want to do it and why? So to close here, I want to point you to an article I have on Find Your Purpose, which will give you a bit more detail here. You can find it at bit.ly slash purpose. So that's again, bit.ly slash purpose. And then I will, of course, capture that in the show notes. I'll put a link to everything that I've referenced today, as well as that article, so you can have easy access. Now, before I wrap up, I want to make you aware of two things that might be helpful for you as you look to close 2022 and start 2023. First, I want to share that I have a free New Year Reflection Guide now available. 
If you'd like, you can check that out at sustainableambition.com slash guide. That's sustainableambition.com slash guide. And then I have a promotion I'm offering on my books this holiday season. You might want to think about giving yourself or some friends and colleagues the gift of a more sustainable new year with a Sustainable Ambition 12-month workbook and planner. You can use the planner to help prioritize your life and work ambitions, create your personalized sustaining plan, and track your progress throughout the year. I'm offering 20% off those now on my website. And if you order more than one of the books, you will get free shipping. And there's a code on the website to use to get that. To learn more, go to sustainableambition.com slash books. That's sustainableambition.com slash books. And if you prefer, those are also available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Bookshop. But if you want the promotion, you can find them on my website. So with that, thank you for being with me today. And I hope as you enter this holiday season that you will think about stepping into your purpose and finding purpose where you are. Thanks again for listening. Be well and enjoy the season. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sustainable Ambition Podcast. I hope you take away at least one learning or inspiration from today's conversation. Find more inspiring interviews and get show notes for this episode at sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips, guides, and tools by signing up for Sustainable Ambition Forum, my twice monthly newsletter. Sign up at sustainableambition.com slash subscribe. And remember, it's not about finding work-life balance. It's about building work-life resilience. Thanks again for joining me. Speak with you next time.